0: Plus, like some crazy stories or something that has happened with, uh, you know, working uh, in this uh, world. Okay. Uh, so let me check my real quick before I get this one. So um, this is back when I worked for the mom and pop place. Um, but th- this is a wild one. So um, because we were a small company, um, well, not for that reason, but we, like I said, we got into they, the owners got into credit because credit troubles. What they were doing is they would pay for a, the trucking company on a load when that customer paid on that load. So instead of keeping it where carriers are getting paid after 30 days or before 30 days or even 60 days, a carrier might have got paid in seven days if a customer paid on that load. Meanwhile, you got another carrier whose load, whose load delivered. 65 days ago, but because that customer hasn't paid yet, they weren't getting paid, yeah. caused our, caused our uh, credit to take a hit. So trucking companies were not taking our loads or they would take them and then they would send them back to us. So that that was primarily the reason why I left that place and went to a bigger place that had the financial backing and, uh, but uh, aside from that, so we were running into trouble with, with carriers, not running our load. So one time, uh, a guy picks up the load, and uh, it's supposed to be Friday. He comes in significantly cheaper. He 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 was uh, Coleman Logistics. I'll never forget it. And I mean, this is eight years ago. Um, so he picks up the load. supposed to go from California to Virginia, and this was a pretty big customer at at this time. I was moving a lot of. It was apparel, and I was moving three, four truckloads a week maybe i mean which is you know pretty good you know um so they pick up the load friday uh, and they did pick it up monday they call and they go well you don't your credit's no good we're not going to deliver your load unless you pay it up front and we had just ran into a similar scenario with that not long before that where we actually did pay up front but uh the boss is like, ah, we're not going to do that anymore, you know, and they wanted like half, which was like two grand. or so. It was actually $2,800 is what the truckload cost at that time. That's crazy. From yeah. Cali to Virginia. Well, like I said, they came in a little bit lower. Most guys are like 32. Me being a greedy broker that I am, I'm jumping on the 28, right? Sure. They send me the paperwork, everything, right? They send it in because at that time, we didn't have the RMIS or whatever. They're sending in, they're faxing their packet over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's all it was, right? The your packet, we didn't look at it. We just staple the thing and throw it, in the, throw it in the drawer with all the other ones, you know? Yeah. But now, so we don't know. We didn't have carrier 401. It was out. We didn't have it, you know, or any way to check on these guys Um, at that time. So they call Monday. We're not going to deliver your load. You got to pay up front. We're not going to pay up front. Ends up back and forth with the customer. Like they wanted the customer to pay up front. Um, So then a dock work, crazy, a dock worker of theirs is walking on the dock uh, uh, has a fax it's from the fda tells exactly what these guys do that they pick up a load say your case no good and they go store it in a warehouse in la when you pay for it they tell you it's there so the guy has the fax in his hand my customer the contact there is talking to his supervisor on the dock about the situation the guy walks by hears him and says this is exactly what is in this fax hands on the facts. It's the exact story to a teen named Coleman logistics names, a guy, I think the guy's name was like surge or something. Right. So okay. crazy. I end up getting the FBI involved in this. So they, they, so they pick up the freight. They took it to a warehouse on Washington street in Los Angeles. They drop it off there. Once you, if you did pay them up front, now they tell you your freight's not in Virginia. It's on Washington street in LA, go there and get it. When you oh, go wow. there to pick it up, they tell you, okay, you have to pay $3,000 in storage to get your load out of here. So now they tell me this is when uh, 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 early on, it was in, uh, I guess it was caller ID. I mean, we had already had caller ID. This is in 2000. This had to be 2008 ish or something like that. Okay. So, um, so, what they did, they used this thing, it was called Spoof Card. They called my customer and told my customer they were in the parking lot of the of the truck stop in virginia i called the truck stop they so what they did is there's a thing called spoof card it ended up becoming an app where you could call a number and then put a fake number so it looked like you were calling from somewhere else so they put the number of the truck stop so i called the truck stop guy answers it says impossible there's no way anybody can make a phone call from this phone it's behind the counter and nobody ever uses his phone to call out. You can't call out on it. I actually had the guy, he went and checked the uh, truck stop for me. Yeah. No truck, Coleman Logistics in the lot. So this is when I find out, you know, these guys are you know full of it or whatever. Like I said, I had the FBI. First, I contacted uh, an agent, I think in like Chicago, because that's where I was at that time. And then he ends up, they end up calling uh, uh, like a private investigator who was a former FBI agent out in LA, So it ends up now uh, we don't pay them up front. I advise my customer not to pay them up front because I tell them what's going to happen. Like, this is a story. You have the paper. This is what's going to happen. They end up paying up front. They somehow uh, they go to the warehouse to either get the freight or something like that. And they had that investigator had like other like actually had FBI agents with them go to the warehouse in Washington Street. My customer's on the phone with the guy and he goes, We got him, we got him. So they must have found the people, saw the people saw the freight, we're gonna bust them. My customer goes, They got him. He hangs up and I never hear from my customer again. Tried to contact them, and like nothing. They're like, nope. So so I, I they end up getting their freight back. I know they gave this company fifteen hundred or two grand or something like that. They probably they may have got it back through legal recourse. I don't know. Sure. But that that wow. that is That's the kind of craziness that, uh, uh, that's why, you know, uh, now when things happen, man, I I used to get so flustered when the load was, oh, guys, a guy's an hour late or his truck broke down. He's not going to be there for six hours. No, man. It's like, it is what it is, dude. Here it is. You know, know, one thing I never did was lie about things because that just digs you more of a hole, man. More and more. more. Ah, dude, you can't, you can't. I'm not good at lying, you know, so I, cause then you're going to mess.